This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Live Casino Hotel Philadelphia. And this is a wild week in Philly. You've got Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday night football. You've got the Sixers season starting, got the Flyers season opener, and the Phillies in the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. Let's go to the man. Only two people have led the Phillies, managed the Phillies to a World Series championship, Dallas Green and the legendary Charlie Manuel. Charlie, we so appreciate you joining us on this big week. I'm excited about it, John. Uh, I'm ready to talk about it. Red October back in Philly, game three at Citizens Bank Park. Give us an idea when you're in the dugout, when you are managing the Phillies, the atmosphere for playoff games at Citizens Bank Park. Well, first of all, you know, like once a week, uh, uh, when, when the crowd gets in uh, Citizens Bank Park and uh, energy starts to flowing, it definitely picks the players up. And I, I think it definitely gives them a lot of, of life and energy. And uh, it produces, uh, you know, your adrenaline. And you got at times you got to definitely be able to control that adrenaline. And it's a it's an exciting time. It's exciting for our fans. It's exciting for everybody around our organization, our town, our city and everything. Yeah, it has been too long. So can you give me a few moments where you literally could see the goosebumps, like the hairs popping up on your arms for moments at Citizens Bank Park? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's there. I mean, you know, like, really, I mean, you I got you get butterflies and you get you uh, you get you get what, what I call you know, kind of a hot streak. You know, like you, you feel like. You know, like uh, everything is going on, and and actually, you got to slow you slow down some. Really, you know, like make sure you stay focused on what you're doing. How about the Phillies coming back one-one? Obviously, after winning Game One the way they did, and then having Zach Wheeler on the mound in Game Two, everybody was hoping, hey, they might be able to come back up two games to none. But how are you feeling about this series from the Phillies' perspective now? One-one. I think uh, I like where you know what uh, whether you like it or not. I mean, I, I like it, and the reason is is because you know, like we 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 went on the road, we won three straight games, and we lost one, and we come back, and that's 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 playing pretty good baseball considering who we were playing. All right, now that we come back to our ballpark for for two games, and this is a three game three out of five, I feel real good about it, and I feel like Nola's going to come out and pitch us a beautiful game. You know, like. Uh, Wheeler did a tremendous job last night. He just ran into some problems in the six when he hit Acuna, and that started um, that. That right there is to me, John. You hear me say it all the time about luck, and that's kind of started a little luck streak for him. And they all, all of a sudden he hits a guy, and then they uh, get a uh, Olson hits the ball hard at first base, and Reese cannot make the play, and then they get a couple dunk singles, and you know, like here we go, and we got behind three to nothing. And the only thing I saw that I Kind of like uh, 
when uh, Lannis uh, went to the bullpen, I thought we were down three runs. I thought we got a little bit too aggressive. And you know, like you could tell that, that, that we wanted to make the three runs up real quick. And uh, our, uh, uh, our hitters can, they can calm down and take it easy and make them throw the ball over the plate and get good balls to hit. We got to get some guys on before, before we can score three runs. And you're like, and, and, and one hitter is not going to make up that three runs in one swing. So, therefore, I thought we got a little uh, excited, you know, like, and we were trying too hard. But at the same time, too, three and uh, three and one on the road and also knocking St. Louis out and playing Atlanta in, the, in Atlanta. And then we go home for two games. I, uh, that's pretty good. We got it pretty good, I think. You said Aaron Nola on the mound in game three. It's going to be his first postseason game at Citizens Bank Park. And sometimes you can't tell whether Aaron has won a game or lost a game. <laughs> he is even keel. What did Aaron show you in the postseason clinching game and then his playoff start? What did he show you? He showed me, uh, uh, you know what? He had uh, a good tempo, good rhythm. He kept, you know, like he could work the game up. He could work it down. And also, you know, like his stuff, his breaking ball had, a, you know, like was had more depth to it. You know, like people might say spin, but I call it depth. It had more, you know, like it had it was sharper and, and better command. And also uh, he knew when to walk it off the plate when he got ahead in the count and things like that. And then his fastball, you know, like it's set in good, used his change up, change, had all this stuff going. And, and he uh, – uh, kept the tempo of the game really good. And the uh, best I've seen him pitch really in a while. How about the moment? Because there had been a couple Septembers where he wasn't at his best. He, he's pitched more innings or more games than any pitcher in baseball over the last five years. What did he show you about the moment and coming up big? The, he, he, he showed me that he definitely can handle it. Uh, just like you said, he's even keel. You can't tell if. If he give up a home run or he struck a guy out, I mean, what you know, like that's kind of what who he is. And actually, he stays focused on what he's doing. And when he gets hit, most of the time, when he when he gets in trouble, gives up some runs. That's when he starts making a mistake. You know, like in a big part of the plate, and that's when the hitters start to hurt him. But when he's pitching his game, he's he's got command on both sides of the plate, and he use he's using all of his pitches. And uh, I look for that same kind of game tomorrow, really. Well, I'll tell you what. Charlie knows best. We could say that about hitting in baseball. We're going to talk about the T-shirts you have out for a great cause in a couple minutes. Uh, I want to ask you also about the hitting because it's amazing. Three and one in the playoffs so far. The Phillies only have one home run. How impressed were you uh, in the first game in Atlanta playing a little small ball? You know, some bunting, moving guys over and, and... and uh, sack flies. How impressive was that? And can they bring that home to Citizens Bank Park, or do you expect them to be hitting more long balls at Citizens Bank Park? I think I think you definitely. I think they definitely can bring it home. I think it that's helped in St. Louis. I think that when people when you think about it, that one hit at uh, Segura got over in that first game. You know, like it trickled through. I mean, hey, look, that right there was just as big as that one that that single uh, home run you hit makes one run. I'm hey, hey, We've been doing it by playing small ball we, and also aggressive at times on the bases and things like that. We can do that. I think, you know, like I think that we definitely can show that we can work counts and, and, uh, and make contact. But at the same time, too, in our ballpark, we are dangerous with our power. 
And uh, I look forward to, to really uh, play good. And, and, and also I, I look for a power to somewhere in this series to show up and hopefully to show up tomorrow. Yeah, right now, Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins atop the lineup are one for 34. And Kyle Schwarber, you know, eight strikeouts, I believe, in 16 at-bats. If you're the manager of the Phillies right now, do you leave him in there? Or do you maybe, hey, move up JT Real Muto or Alec Bohm or Gene Segura in either of those spots? <laughs> hey, John, he's been there all year long. I'm not changing now. Hey, look, I'm going with him. He's my man. and I'm, So is Reese Hoskins. Hey, they can definitely come out and have a good game. Pat Burrow proved that to me in 208, you know, like in a few games. And uh, I'm, I'm also – I'm totally committed to going with the players that got me there, and I want to put my best team on the field. And I think that's what manager Rob Thompson says he's doing. I, I think that's exactly what he's going to do. And uh, I think he's did a great job. Also, I like I just like like to make a – Statement about Robbie, I'm glad that they uh, gave him a contract. I thought that was a great thing to do. I think it, uh, Dave Dabowski sent a great message, not only to Robbie, but to the team and, uh, and also the fans in uh, uh, Philadelphia. And I think, I think that was a big move for us. And also, I, I think that can play a adrenaline role in their uh, success in this uh, playoff. What do you think of Alec Bohm and how he's progressed and improved uh, especially defensively, not not just at the plate, but defensively. I think that's absolutely amazing. I think it. Uh, I think it. Somebody ought to go down there and give Bobby Dickerson a gold hat <laughs> because I think he's worked hard. At, but then there again, Alec Baum did all the work as far as the practice go, and he's definitely his defensive des- has come around, and he's proven that that uh, he he can even get better. And uh, hey, John, I'm, I'll. I'll I'll go on the record as saying is, you know, the more balls that Alex, Alex bombs starts hitting from the middle end in, 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 with his strength and stays to the right side of the diamond when he has to, he's going to become a real good big league hitter. I got to tell you, I love talking hitting with you. I remember being at the, uh, the golf event up there in Yardley. <laughs> and I'm telling you, once somebody asks you something about hitting, you're going to be there for 20 minutes. I mean, I remember being down at spring training. <laughs> I would watch you in the clubhouse, and you yeah. and Jim Tomei would stand there, I, I would say, probably for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, with bats in your hands. And I'm like, what are they talking about for 20, 30 minutes every day? Um, I, I mean, how much do you love hitting? I, I still like it just as much as always. I love uh, I, some, I love to talk to everybody about hitting. I love I loved, uh Matter of fact, uh, I got a grandson five years old, and and uh, he uh, he doesn't know if he's left-handed or right-handed. And so when uh, when after uh, sometime at the end of the month, I'm gonna bring him up here with me for the weekend, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna find out what he is if he's left-handed <laughs> or right-handed. But it's, he might be a switch hitter. But at the same time, I, I love hitting. I I love everything about it. I love to talk to everyone about it, and uh, you know, and basically. A lot of it, what people don't really understand is when two guys know one another and you get excited about, uh, you know, what you're talking about, uh, that right there can really help, help, help bring a lot of confidence to the guy and also get him kind of get him to slow down and relax and really concentrate on what he's doing. And you're like, instead of worried about making out, so we're going to worry about it. We're going to just stay positive about hitting the ball good things like that. It's all about, uh, you know, like it's all about getting together and it's all about staying focused on what you're doing. 
Yeah, we were doing a, uh, a show at the uh, Live Hotel Casino Philadelphia here, uh, and Larry Bow was there, Ricky Bow was there, Ben Davis was there, and Larry Bow and them were talking about the hands of Kyle Schwarber and how quick they are. But, Tell us, yeah. I mean, all right. the guys you've seen over the years, how yeah. impressive is it what he does? I seen I seen I seen Swarber play in college, and he had this, he had a short short quick swing just like he has right now. I'll tell you something. He has a and he, and he's a very strong guy, but he's got a short quick back. And at times, you know, like uh, I think he uh, he gets in trouble. I, 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 he lets the ball travel deep on him. People's always saying, "Let the ball travel. Let the ball travel." I like him when he hits out front. I like, you know, like I, I, I like to see him, you know, like when he's really getting good balls to hit and and, uh, and, he, and he puts good swings on a ball. But at the same time, I think that he can – he hit 265 or 270 last year. I think that he can get back there, uh, at, at least there, maybe even higher, you know, like in his average. And if he does, I think he can add on to that 46 that he hit this year. Woo! And Philly fans are hoping <laughs> it happens – here at home. How about Nick Castellanos? Obviously, he said maybe there was an adjustment period of him joining the Phillies. Big contract. It took him a while. Um, but he said something interesting after he had his three-hit game and three-RBI game. By the way, I'm going to ask you, the last Philly in the playoffs with a three-hit, three-RBI game, you were managing him. Do you know who it is? Last hitter had a three uh no, I, I, the, I don't. I'm sorry. In the playoffs, three hits and three RBIs. Right. I know I'm putting you on the spot because you had so many good hitters, but I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. It was and, Jason, and, and usually I do remember. You usually remember Jason Worth in 2000. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. You know what I, I can tell you what I can tell you. Two of those went to right center. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, really, when I think about it, really. Okay, I got you. Yeah, but I I, I didn't I, I really I forgot about it, but but it kind of I can kind of picture in my mind when yeah when you said that yeah. Well, you had so many good hitters, so it could have been a number of them in the lineup. Now now about Castellanos, he said something interesting after he had his big game in Atlanta. He said that in the playoffs, the intensity, everything's more intense, and that's kind of to his liking. Um, it's interesting that he said that because maybe he needs those moments. Um, and what do you see from his swing at this point? Right. I think it, uh, I think that you're looking at a guy actually, uh, uh, that when he goes up there, he has a lot of confidence in himself. And, uh, I think if I could tell him one thing, I'd tell him to make sure that he stays, uh, that he kind of stays behind the baseball, you know, like that he don't stride out real quick and kind of float and push the ball more to kind of the right field. I like to see him hit more balls actually from left center over to right center and things like that. And his power would come into play more, but at the same time too, he, he does make contact with the ball in big moments. If you notice, uh, he'll, he'll strike out at sometimes because he chases balls down in the dirt or something. But when he's up there really concentrating on getting good balls to hit, that's when he becomes a better hitter. And of course he had the shirt uh, or they made the shirt for him. Cause in this first press conference, he said, I don't have a college degree. I hit baseballs, but, you know, maybe he yeah. should now say, you know, I don't have a college degree. I catch baseballs because that was a heck of a catch. Right. He, made a, yeah. he made a, a game, big, big time game catch. He made a tremendous catch. And really, like, sometimes when you start to think about someone and you uh, 
you will be concerned about them on defense. And when they make catches like that, that's that definitely can improve them because that right there gives them more confidence in playing defense. Yeah. Now, when the Phillies come back home against the Braves, I keep thinking like, okay, the Braves were the best team in baseball since the beginning of June. They uh, won the division. The Phillies were 14 games back. Do you think the Braves are clearly a better team than the Phillies? Do you think they're close mm-hmm. to even? What do you think? I think it's real close. I think it's close to even. Check out the check out the offensive stats, all the stats. You like from doubles, home runs, triples, hits, runs scored, all that. It's very. I think Atlanta leads in some of them, but it's very, very close. I think I think that they're a very close team. I think the big the big part about it still uh, it gets around to the starting pitching, and I think it. Uh, uh, we got their lefty the other night and freed. But but now last night, you know, Wright pitched a beautiful game, you know, like in uh, he's all of his pitches and he, he just threw a wonderful game. And, and I didn't think we haven't had enough patience after bullpen because I think if we'd have made them work instead of being aggressive and start, you know, chasing first pitch, high fastballs, things like that, I think we could have got to them. But at the same time, too, we are very, very close. Our bullpen and our pitching staffs are close. And also, if you uh, just get to, get get the hitting part of it, they might have they got some athletes in, in on defense, uh, especially uh, in the outfield things like that. They got some guys that can really run the ball down. But outside that, we are a very very close team, and we definitely can beat them. It's interesting you said that because I looked and I saw that the batting average and the on base percentage from the regular season were exactly the same. Phillies and Braves, right. <laughs> two fifty three and three seventeen. That's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. The pitching, it's interesting, is the Braves are not announcing their starter for game three yet. Right. Could be Charlie Morton. But, how about the X factor of Strider and how good he has looked this year against the Phillies? I mean, he dominated the Phillies. Yeah, well, you like, that might be, uh, I was thinking about Morton myself. And uh, actually, uh, Strider, really, I think it, I, I do think it's up in the air because they haven't named it yet. But at the same time, too, uh, I think we're going to be ready for either one of those guys. I think, if, uh, first of all, uh, we got to make uh, Stryver, if he pitches, throw, throw the ball, try to make sure that he gets gets a ball in the middle of the plate and actually not chase balls out of the strike zone. And we do that, I think we'll have some success on him because we like – actually, we like the, the fastball if, 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 if somebody keeps it belt down from us. You know, like we can get to it. But at the same time, we can't go swinging at bad balls. Yeah, now how would you set it up if you're the Phillies? You got Aaron Nola in game three, game four, huh? Um, game five, possibly Ranger Suarez, or could Zach Wheeler possibly come back right. if there's a game five? Right, right. I, you know something, I think after uh, Nola pitches, I think our, I think that will be the, a big decision that we make in the playoffs. And I'm actually, I'm kind of waiting to see, uh, you know, like what we say about uh, who's going to start and things like that, because uh, I do think that you can come back with Junior uh, Suarez if if you if, if you want to because you know like I I think that he's very capable of giving you five five six innings five innings for sure and uh, I would be kind of thinking that way but at the same time I'm sure Rob is going to figure it out. How about uh, Shane Victorino's coming back into town to throw out that <laughs> ceremonial first pitch? What kind of pitch are we going to see from him? Uh, you go, hey, Bob. If he's talking, he'll throw a wild pitch. If he if he's gonna slow down, you know, like he might throw a firm ball to the catcher. But now if he's out there chapping, he you know, like he would he he would definitely lose the strike zone that way. 
Well, I remember doing a couple stories with Shane about ADHD. We both have it. <laughs> and, and I don't know how he stood out in center field for those long innings with ADHD. Uh, me neither, because he, hey, he used to come in the dugout a lot and tell us what's going on up in the stands, like like the vendors or who's selling popcorn and who's selling the most beer and all this. Hey, he's, he was into everything. Hey, I, I used to call him June Bug, really, because he flies everywhere. <laughs> that's a good point. I'm telling you, though, that's what ADD does. You, you hear everything around you, but what you're supposed to be concentrating on. Are there any players on this Phillies team right now where – the guys that you had, you say, man, this guy reminds me of so-and-so that I had. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we've got a team. Uh, I think I think Robbie Thompson's did a great job so far of taking our young players and not really completely turning them loose. And I think the way he's working on men, he's definitely helped develop them. And also they've been, a, you know, like, at given times in our lineup, if you notice, the bottom of our lineup at, at times they they they've hit some hot streaks and they've carried us for two or three days and I and I think he's done a good great job of our, our young guys I think of Strott I think uh, I think Strott's going to be a, a good player I think he's got a little demeanor about him like a Utley he don't say much as far as his performance but he just comes to ballpark every day and wants to play and I think he's going to be a good hitter you know, like I uh, I think this year has been really great for him I think Bomb's going to get better. I think it, uh, Verlin can definitely get better. I think our center fielder that we got, uh, Marsh, I think he has a chance to be a good hitter. I think he's going to come into his own. I think for the next four or five years, I think the Phillies are going to be definitely uh, a big contender in in, uh, in the East. I, I, I feel that way. It would be great to see Citizens Bank Park hopping again like it, it was right. when you were managing the Phillies. <laughs> um, how about some of the pitchers like Zach Wheeler? Does he remind you of anybody that you had? You know what, Zach Quiller, you know, he has, he, you know, like when I, th- you know, he, uh, as far as how he stands on the mountain and, and throws a baseball and stuff like that, he's got some holiday in him. Yeah. You know, like uh, he's not, uh, Zach Quiller definitely uh, is strong. He's strong minded, you know, like uh, he likes to pitch and, and, and he knows he can pitch. He's not, he, he, he you know, like he, he definitely is not scared or nothing like that. I, I, I like everything about his makeup, you know, like he, uh, uh, he's very good as far as uh, he would be closer to uh, holiday than anybody that I can think of really. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because Bryce Harper, he's starting to really hit the ball. Now he's making good contact, went to the warning track last night. He talked about it being a grind when he came back from his thumb surgery. Did you notice right. anything with his swing, his grip or anything? Cause that's gotta be tough with that thumb. Yeah. I noticed, I noticed here lately. Uh, I've noticed in the last few games, that he's not gripping a bat as tight as he, that he was before. And when he grips a bat real tight, if you notice, he gets real stiff up in his chest area and his tension. And, you know, like, and, and actually it's, it's hard for him to, he, he muscles the ball, I call it. And he, he'll hit balls to left field. That's why the left fielder plays him more toward the line at times. He, he'll, because he pushes the ball that way. But when he's really good, he's using his hands. Right now he's back using his hands and balancing rhythm. And and that's when he becomes a real good hitter. Last year, when he had got started the uh, second half of the season, really starting to hit the ball. If you remember, he started using the whole field, and that was because he he had a good stroke. And his stroke, all of a sudden, especially when he hit a fastball out front, he's got power. And uh, right now, he's his timing is getting better every day. And and uh, and I look for him to, uh, to make some statements here in the next couple of days up in, uh, in 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 Philly. 
Well, it's going to be <laughs> wild. By the way, when, when Rob Thompson was doing the celebrations with the team, I noticed the first time he left the cork in there. You didn't, you didn't ever leave the cork in there when you were about to uh, drink that champagne, did you? If I, if I would have been a cork in there, I would, I would have ate the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. These, you know, talking with you, it's bringing back the great times in Philadelphia. How much did it mean to you, that era of Phillies baseball, which is basically the best era ever, uh, packing Citizens Bank Park? And, I mean, you probably feel like you could have won another World Series or should have, right? I look at that sometime and I think about it. I, I always thought, if you want to know the truth, I felt like we should have won a couple more World, World Series. And I'm, I was very disappointed because we couldn't beat the Yankees because that would have that would have been the ultimate goal. I think of that, you know, like I, I think that I would have walked around with my head up and, I, and uh, I'd probably be a little more energetic and everything if we could have got the Yankees. And then the home run that Reed Bay hit against us, you know, like that one that put us out that one year, that lingers in my mind. Carpenter's game pitching against us, against Holiday, that was a, just a beautiful game. And, you know, like in, uh, for some reason, you know, like we just couldn't score that day. And, uh and, and, you know, like, and I look back and we, we had teams that would definitely could be there. I'm sure Bobby Cox could probably say the same thing because he went there 14 times. And a lot of times he didn't get out of the first round, You're but right. at the same time too, it's, it's hard to explain that winning is hard. And that's why it's so good when you win, if you stop and think about it. And it's, it's, it's hard, but at the same time too, you know, like it's up to you to go get it. And we got there, but there were some things that we could have done better. Yes. You still think about those things? Yes, I think about them. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, I hope you walk around with your head up high. Because I mean, 2008 I World around, Series. Hey, hey, John, I walk around in Philadelphia all the time with a smile on my face and wanting to talk to people. I really, really I, I, seriously, I mean that. I, I, You know what? I actually, I think that I became a lot closer since I've come off the field. I became a lot closer with uh, fans or, or just people in general. Really. You know, like, and I, and I'm also interested in, you know, like getting to know people and talking to people and you know, like letting them tell me what they do and or what they like to do. I like spending time with them. Well, Philly loves you. And, and I got to tell you, these t-shirts, uh, they're a hot item right now. Charlie <laughs> knows best. And, yeah. and it's such a great thing you're doing with these t-shirts. Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah. The t-shirts, uh, you know, like uh, uh, I always thought about, all, all the, all the uh, hospital bills I've had and, and operations of, and, and my insurance paid for all of them. And I can't, and I want, and also the uh, success and the fun I've had in baseball, I wanted to always give something back. And I think it, when we I started talking about these t-shirts with Mark Adams, I think that's, that's a way for me to, to uh, help people out. You know, like, uh, you know, like I don't want people to lose their house or, or, or be in a hole, you know, because of that, that their insurance doesn't pay for uh, all their medical bills and things like that. And I thought it was, if I'm going to do something, that's the first thing we'll start at and, you know, like, and try to help some people, you know, out. And uh, actually, it's been doing pretty good and uh, I feel good about it, but, but I want it to be big. I, you know, like I want it to help anybody I possibly can. That's great. Can you tell us where we can get a Charlie Knows Best t-shirt? Yeah, you can get it on uh, uh, hogislandpress.com. That's great. And, and you went through a really tough experience and you had a lot of bills. And so you, you basically went through what a lot of people go through and you know how tough it is. Now, you know, actually, actually, uh, 
my insurance, uh, I had great insurance. I had big league insurance, things like that. And that's why I understand if I, if I had to pay those bills, I would have been in trouble. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's a, it's so actually, you know, like when I, I, I hear people say that, that you know, like that, uh, or hear someone say that they can't pay for their house or they got, or they can't pay their bills because of medical, their medical bills are so high that it's hard to pay them. And I definitely, uh, I feel like I can uh, uh, help them out some. I, you know, like I feel like the proceeds that I get go straight to that. And, and, you know, like, and I, I don't want nothing about the money or nothing like that. You know, like I want to help people. Well, seriously, this is a fantastic thing you're doing. Charlie knows best. I've seen a couple around town already. So glad you gave us the information. So anybody listening to this, uh, it's a great cause. And, and your heart is always in the right place. And you are a man of Philly. And, I, and I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you love coming back up here. It's a great thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, John, I love the Phillies, man. <laughs> All right. So, so in your heart, you probably have them moving on. What do you, in your mind, what are you thinking? I got, you know, some might think it, uh, I like taking it day at a time. I don't, I don't want to get ahead. I don't want to, uh, I don't want nobody on the field or nothing like that. We want, we, we focused on tomorrow and I don't want to get ahead. Uh, we, we just take it day at a time. And you look up and you'll find that you, uh, if you give everything you got, you know, like, I definitely think we got enough. Really. I think we can do it. Why not us? Really? All right. And then who's winning Eagles Cowboys Sunday night? Uh, Eagles. <laughs> I think, hey, I'm done. Hey, hey, the Eagles are impressive for me. I like, you know, like I like her speed. I like the way they hit. I, I like the quarterback. You know, like he's improved for me. You know, like I watch him. And he's, since he, I watched him all through college and things like that. He's really improved. He's improved as far as uh, picking up secondary receivers and things like that. And uh, yeah, he's he, he's doing good. Uh, but their defense is impressive. Yeah, you're right. And, and I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, the way Jalen Hurts has improved, finally having the same coach back to back years, it shows. The yeah. whole, he's the first one in, last to leave, as they say. The hard work does pay off. So uh, right. Yeah. Right, hey, well, hey, I even like his little pep talks after after the game's over. Hey, there's a lot of bleeps in those, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, like when he jumps up and down, gives you a short stutter step and things like that. He, he's got a – yeah, he shows you a little cockiness. <laughs> yep. Hey, by the way, I think Jose Alvarado, I remember, you know, when the Phillies won the World Series, you said, Philadelphia, this is for you. And Jose Alvarado <laughs> came back with that. Did you like that? Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but, no, I, I the Eagles are tough. But now that I – right now I'm thinking Philly. <laughs> I'm thinking feels Philly versus everybody. This reminds me of when you were managing the team, when you would have a uh, Eagles beat the Falcons at the link during the day. And then at yeah. night you got a world series game. I mean, how special, right? That's yeah. good. That sounds good. Everything's good right now. Philly's going good. Hey, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. And Charlie knows best. Yeah. It could be a sitcom. It could be a podcast. It's a t-shirt. Appreciate you joining us, Charlie. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Love talking with you. Yeah, got you. I love talking to you. You coming back oh, up yeah. sometime? Oh, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dig it. The macho man. Uh-huh. Charlie Manuel. Toast to the <laughs> coast. Best of the west. Beast of the east. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hear you. We love that wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But what about Rick Flair? Can you do him? Woo! You're going to walk the aisle. 60 minutes.
Woo! Space Mountain! Oh, yeah. That's good. What about Hulk Hogan? Huh? What you gonna do, Charlie Manuel, with a 24-inch pythons? Run wild on you, brother. <laughs> what about the extra, extra stuff, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom.